Welcome to the All-Star Networking Podcast. It's the show where you hear from a new expert each week on how to build an all-star network, increase business sales, grow careers, find a job, or enrich your life. Let's get it started. From the Midtown Global Market in Minneapolis, here's your host, Kathy Paper. Welcome. Welcome to the All-Star Networking Show. I'm Kathy Paper and so happy to be here today with a full house at the table. Uh, we've got joining us today are both of my parents, Francie and Mark Paper. Mom, do you want to say a little hello? Just a hello. That was a little quiet, but she's over right to my left and to my right is my father, Mark Paper. And I say hello. And, oh. my, and my claim to fame is only that I'm Kathy's father. All right. Excellent. And then, of course, Matt, tell Matt, uh, we can't begin this podcast until you put on your headphones with the nice pink duct tape. Uh, And then we know we're rocking and rolling. But Matt is the executive director of the Friends of the Midtown Global Market, where we are residing today in South Minneapolis, the former Sears department store. And our guest today was last in this building in 1987, but I'm going to let Greg Allen tell you exactly when he was here and what he does, and then we're going to talk a little bit about relationships and networking. So, Greg, welcome. Thank you, Kathy. I was here in 1987 when it used to be a Sears department store because that was actually my first job out of college. I was in the Sears management training program long, long, long time ago. I did not know that was your first job. Yeah, so the former CEO of Sears, his name was Ed Brennan, and he was a Marquette University graduate, and that's where I went to school. So they recruited really heavy, and that's what brought me to the Twin Cities. And I worked there for a whole eight months. (laughs) Wow, and were you doing a store check when you came here? Oh, I have no idea. I was doing some training rotation. I just can't remember. Oh, okay, that is so excellent, because I was going to say, I remember your stories of meeting... um, Jimmy Dean when you were working for General Mills. No, no, Procter and Gamble. For Procter and Gamble. Yep. Okay. Yep. So you've got great stories, and I know we only have the 30 minutes together, um, but I just would love you to tell people what you're up to right now, and and I don't know, maybe we let them know how we know each other, because I was telling my dad how, he wanted to know how we got connected. Well, my son Tommy is went to school with Eric Potter, Kathy's son. And Tommy and Eric were good friends since fifth grade. So I've known Kathy for that many years. Yeah, uh, a lot of basketball games. A lot Those of basketball games, a lot of soccer games, and a lot of banter back and forth. Yeah. Um, what I do now is um, same thing I've always done. I've been in a 100% commission sales for about 20 years. So I spent my whole career in really the customer-facing sales roles. So... Right now, I work for a company called Quality Resource Group, and based in Minneapolis, and we're in the promotional products and apparel as well as print business. So I sell local brand and merchandise apparel related businesses, and I've done it for a number of years. And it's a it's an interesting industry. It's highly highly competitive, but it rewards good salesmanship and good hustle. Yes, which you are extremely talented at. But are you are you repping any products today? Because usually I, I ask you for like the hat that you're wearing or no, I'm not. The sweatshirt. The only or the person socks I'm repping today is Mark Paper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so good. You're so good with Mark Paper. So Mark, let it remind everybody since you're one of the favorite guests of what are you up to these days? Hold it closer, like uh, an ice cream I'm cone. Tr- I, I'm trying to keep up with my daughter, which is difficult. <laughs> uh, I still am 
actively involved in running my business, which I've been doing for 60 years, Lewis Bolton Nut Company, a family company that I took over from my dad years ago. And other than that, uh, I keep busy, trying to stay physically active. And uh, this is my second time on this uh, show, and I'm happy to be back. Excellent. So one of the things that I love and why I was so happy to have both of you as guests today is when we were up north and we were doing the um, 5K race, Mark was, I don't know how you two got connected, but you walked together for long enough that when Mark was going to do the race again, he asked for Greg to come back. So maybe catch me back up of how did you two form such a bond? Well, I think what happened was I was not in good shape, and so Greg was kind enough to come out and meet me on the way back, I believe, or maybe you, you came with me from closer on and walked with me for at least for a mile and a half and maybe two miles and kept me going. So uh, I'm indebted to him for that. Well, actually, I met Mark at about 100 meters into the 5K <laughs> experience, and I, I did trail along with him the whole, most of the way, and we had a good banter going back and forth, and we were out mostly looking for Tommy, because Tommy ran that race and won that race. That's right. Yeah. I, well, I remember Tommy winning it because he was on the podium, but then you helped Mark cross the finish line. Who, you, Mark, you won in your age division, well, correct? Well, uh, that, that's a different thing because uh, I had said before the race that I've got a chance to win because they have a new category, uh, 85 and over, and even though I was last, last, last in the race, I won my division because I was the only one who entered 85 and over. Yeah, but I, I think he sprinted across the finish line to beat me, so I don't think he was last. Nice, nice. You call that sprinting. Well, let's just, you know, thinking about that, of if you've, anybody out there has ever run a race or done something where you need somebody to cheer you along, to me that was an awesome representation of why you need relationships, right? Absolutely true. And yeah. Plus it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, lot of and fun. we had good banter, and we got to know each other better, for which I'm thankful. I don't know how Greg feels about it. Um, it was a long entry in my diary, so I'm very <laughs> thankful. <laughs> Great. So, Greg, let's talk a little bit about relationships, because you said your 100% commission um, yep. always have been. Yep. Is how, how do you go about building relationships, or do, how do you feel about the word networking? We always start there. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about this a little bit this morning, and I was reflecting on when my kids were really little, it was difficult for me to explain to them what I did. So I would tell them that I went to work to make friends, and they always kind of liked that. And I would come home from work, and they say, did you make any friends today, Dad? I'm like, yeah, I had a good day making friends. And that's how I think about business and how I think about relationships and business is that I try to build a network of friends and treat people like a friend until they, they tell me they're not. But most people, they're looking for friends in business, and they want to be treated fairly and honestly. And I think that's always what I brought to the table. I think it was Mark Paper who once told me that all things being equal, people work with those they like. And all things being unequal, they work with those they like. So I've tried to build a network of being likable and being trustworthy and honest and forthright with people. 
And I would agree 100% with what uh, Greg just got through saying. And you, you try and make, you, but not for business, it should be for your whole life that you want to have friends, treat people honestly and fairly, and believe it or not, it is a fact that it pays off in the long run. You never know how, but it's, it, it's, it's a good thing to remember to be nice to everybody, and uh, it, it'll pay dividends not only in business but in life in general. Awesome. So when you're, you know, you're, you're a busy guy, and we're grateful to get you here today, uh, <laughs> is do you have a strategy for making these friends or... Are you trying to solve people's problems, or what, what do you do to... Well, the interesting thing about my business is most people use the services one way or another. So someone in their organization. And, you know, I try to network within organizations and with people, so the word network does come in mind. And I never cold call. I think cold calling is a complete waste of time and energy. So what I do is I work through my network of friends. Do you know this person? Do you know somebody there? And just ask people for their help, and can you be of service to them? And I can tell you that someone once told me that you are who you are when nobody's looking. And what are you doing when nobody's looking? So the question is, are you honest? Do you have good follow-up? Are other people important to you? And if you're consistent with those attitudes towards business, that you're, in the long run, you're going to be successful. Not every sale, not everything's going to go your way, but if you stick to your principles, stick to your knitting. And the other thing I, I think Mark would attest to, being a CEO for 60 years, it's sustained, continuous effort every day. The way to make a great career is one day at a time. And that's what I've tried to do. So should we ask Francie, of, is Mark likable or not? Did he pass that? <laughs> This, she's asking my wife of sixty, almost sixty-five years. Is Mark is Mark likable? She's not smiling here. <laughs> okay, we'll keep we'll keep going on that one. Of uh, both of you, I think building relationships. What I've observed is you have what I would call kind of your natural way of connecting with people or staying connected, and. I'm curious, um, like Mark, you use the phone a lot to talk to people. Is that your preferred way of staying in contact with? No, my preferred way is to see them in person, but you don't, can't speak, see people in person, so you can keep in touch with them by the phone, and which is much better than sending an email and is somewhat better than sending a personal note. The best is to be able to either talk to a person over the phone or actually go see them. Right. So would you, you know, you have a sales team. Were they, are they going and meeting with customers in person or? The, the, we are better than most anybody in the industry of keeping the, the personal contact, going, seeing them even through the, as much as we could during the COVID period because there's nothing like having a, a friendship uh, with a person that you're trying to do business, whether you're selling from them or buying from them. Great. How about you, Greg? Because, again, I've stood on a lot of sidelines with you, and I've watched you stand shoulder to shoulder with people uh, and have conversations. But I'm wondering, you know, is the handwritten note, of which you've sent me several, are what, what do you do to stay connected or differentiate yourself? Well, I, I think 
Mark would agree with this. I think we both have a genuine interest in other people. And I, I like getting to know other people and hearing about their life story. And sometimes that leads into a business opportunity and sometimes it doesn't. But I've still made a friend and I've hopefully learned something. So um, I like to engage with other people. Now, I too like to meet people face to face, but in this world today, it's almost impossible, especially with COVID. And the interesting thing about kind of the people I work with, I work with many people who I've never met face to face. And I've worked with them for years. So we communicate via email, we text with each other, we talk a lot on the phone. And so there's no right solution per individual. It's it's just reaching out and staying in touch the best you can. And I do like the handwritten thank you note. I still do a lot of those. I think it's really important, the personal touch, you know, in business, but also in life. I make a big deal out of people's birthdays, customers or otherwise. I love birthdays. Birthdays? Yeah, birthdays are important to me. New babies are important to me, special events. I mean, life is to be celebrated, and I try to bring that into my business life. Nice. I mean, I'm not going to do everything perfect. Mark's not going to do it. Nobody is. But I've decided long ago that life was a contact sport, and I chose to play. I was going to make some mistakes, and I was going to hurt some people, mostly not intentionally. But I was going to do some things wrong, but I was going to keep playing and keep moving ahead. And I think that's been one of the hallmarks of my life. I never stop. I'm always kind of moving forward. And I think, Mark, you would agree with that. I would, I would agree. There's one thing I would add that as much as... I like to talk to people and talk about what I can do. Uh, a skill that I think I have pretty much is also be able to listen because a lot of people like to tell you about themselves and I have to be careful not to talk about myself too much And it's uh, because we certainly know people who ha have that tendency. The other thing that Greg brought up that it reminds me what you know, I've got 300 employees and I am now in the process of writing a personal note to most of them, thanking them for what they what they do for my company. That's impressive. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, that's yeah. really impressive. Yeah, that means a lot to people. It does. I well, I told him I, when he told me he was doing this project. I said I still remember the letter I got. It was a holiday card from at Best Buy, Dave Morish. If you're listening, you were my boss. <laughs> and it was a handwritten Christmas card because I remember thinking he wrote on the very top of it and wrote on the very bottom. And I thought that was the nicest thing, you know, and I was making a great salary there, but it was the note and that he had thought about the contributions I was making to the team and all that. I still remember that. Yeah, the personal touch is really important in all aspects of life and particularly in business. I mean, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of emphasis on technology and on social media and other platforms to communicate with people, but nothing, in my experience, beats the personal touch. And if right. you have a, a, a personality that people remember and can engage with, that's to your benefit, no matter what field you're in. Well, uh, uh, would you say a memorable personality? Yeah, it's a, a personality that's memorable and people can relate with. My sister happens to be an MD. She always tells me, um, the difference between a good doctor and a bad doctor is that the good doctors have better personalities and people have a better bedside manner. And 
she cures a lot of people with her good sense of humor. Mark, you've trained me well. <laughs> I've only known you a short time. You must have known something. You guys are a package deal. You guys are a package deal. We're we, Matt, we, we Matt do and I have testing, fun. We yeah, do. Matt and I are testing all these microphones. So Am I doing okay? Yeah. So, so I want to ask a question. You know, we're sitting here in the middle of the Midtown Global Market. As I said, 30 entrepreneurs under this roof. Um, it's been a tough couple of years with uh, the pandemic and then George Floyd. Uh, is any thoughts if you were going to say use networking to help one of these entrepreneurs? How should they get out or connect to more people? I mean, Greg, I'm sort of, if you haven't been here since 1987, well, my, you know, I know my, you don't my, live nearby. No, I don't but. live nearby. It's, it's my challenge. You know, I think that um, you have to think more community-based here. And what is it that you can do to engage in people in the community who would benefit from your services? And how do you develop, develop relationships with people that are buying the products that you're selling? And how can you increase your awareness? And I'm not talking a big advertising campaign because that's expensive and entrepreneurs can't afford that, but they can certainly develop relationships and networks that will help their business. Yeah. So speaking, you use the word friends because Matt is in charge of the Friends of the Midtown Global Market, the nonprofit organization so that people can be a part of the community so that there's money for training or so that somebody's got that's got an idea and wants to get launched. They can, you know, get going in that. So, again, more information on the website, but partly that strategy is have friends around to help people. Because I don't know if when you, you both got into your business, did you have friends that helped you first get started? Who did you call on kind of when you first began and you weren't sure what to do? Well, of course it all starts with your network of friends, right? So, and then, then those friends become business friends, right? Other people that you're working with and they introduce you to their friends, especially in kind of the line of work that I do. I took, you know, I took, I help them, help them get smarter. Someone might move to a different company. Uh, someone might have a friend who's in need of our services in a different industry. So it all becomes everybody's connected kind of one experience at a time. And that's why I mentioned earlier, sustained continuous effort. No matter what business you're in, the way to be successful is one day at a time. Mm -hmm. Not complicated. Let's talk <laughs> a little bit about somebody that you might have learned some relationship building skills from. Other than Mark Paper? <laughs> <laughs> Fla Mark flattery Paper. will get you everywhere. <laughs> he's, he's jockeying for the free lunch because we're going to have fried chicken after this. Or is he's it doing a good job of it. <laughs> well, I actually wanted one to go as well, so I wanted yeah. two. <laughs> Wait, that's what Mark does. Do you know what he does to his accountant? Can I tell you this story? What's the, yeah, well, I, okay. I hope so. So if you're in the service business, please watch out for my father because poor Rob Yonkers with L.B. Carlson takes Mark to breakfast, okay? And Mark goes to breakfast with him at, is it the original Pancake House? Yeah. And Mark orders four to-go omelets along with the breakfast because he likes to eat the omelets during the week. So poor Rob has to buy five, five omelets. So it's not just one breakfast. 
And I think, do you have breakfast with him like once a month? I'm not talking anymore. I mean, seriously, if anyone's out there, please send donations to my father and to Rob Yonkers because poor Rob and the, the original Pancake House people have to pack up four to go omelets every time. Oh, okay, there's a story. little bit of truth to the story. Yeah. Well, you're a good customer, so so a story of any relationships. Well, oh, my oh. wife's father was a small-town banker in Barron, Wisconsin, and he had a business called the Bank of Barron. And it was banking, right? Financial services, loans, things. And he built that bank on one relationship at a time. And he, he had a great network of friends and family and people he really liked. And he took care of everybody. And in a really small town, he was a very, very successful banker. And it was all built on relationships. Everybody knew and trusted him. And he, he was worthy of that trust and proved himself time and time again. Yeah, that's awesome. We just heard a little noise, though, too, from the World Cup. They're watching the World Cup right now at the brewery. Oh, did the USA yeah. win? No, they're out. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I should staff sports on this show today because you know we're going to get to the Vikings too at some point. I don't know who's playing, but they're better than the U.S. Okay, Dad, somebody that you might have learned a few relationship building skills from. That's a good question. I'm, I'm trying to think. I know one who's pretty good with relationships. Well, my wife. Oh, yes, of course. So, Greg, what would you also, you know, we talked about whether you're a small business owner. What will you say to your kids about how they can build their network well I, I actually think it's uh, that's a little bit specific to what you're choosing to do with your career but everyone needs a network so if you're in you know, let's say you're a medical doctor right well a medical doctor needs a network of referrals an attorney needs a network of referrals everyone has to kind of build their own pipeline and and um, feed their own business but the the, the point is that the, the fundamentals are still the same. You need to be honest with people. You need to work hard. You need to be good at your craft. You need to learn how to add value. Um, you have to be responsive to people's needs. You have to pay attention to what's going on with your customers, both personally and professionally. And it doesn't matter what industry you're in. I mean, a lot of people think that um, they're in some industry. Well, I'm always, I always know what business I am. And no matter what I'm selling, I know the business I am. I'm in the people business. And if you think about life that you're in the people business, whether you're in the bull business or whether you're, you're in the podcast business, you're still in the people business. All things get done through people. So how do you work better with people? And, uh, and it goes back to you develop your own style, which based on the fact that you care about other people, not because it's going to bring something back to you, but because you're making them feel better. People, you get known as a person who cares about other people. Some way or other along the line, it's going to help you. Yeah, I would just add to that that it also makes you feel better. Right. Right? Yes, I agree. Right? I love petting my dog. It makes my dog feel better, but it makes me feel better. It's like a stupid <laughs> example, but, you know, it's like... You can apply that to other things, you know, yeah. by dropping you a note. I know that you appreciate getting that. For sure. It, it makes me feel good that I was able to send that. And so there, there's also some self-serving element to quality relationships. I think we're put on this earth to help other people. And the more you can help other people, the better you feel about yourself. I agree 100%. I, I, I think that's a mic drop on that because, you know, 
Greg, you're phenomenal. You read the, my newsletter, and then you always send a little note. And then if I don't call you within at least four hours, then you call me and think I'm well, blowing you off. Because I've always wanted to be on your yeah. podcast. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you've done a phenomenal yeah, job true. here, the both of you. So thank you for having you. You can, you can come back. Matt and I will vote later. Uh, my father will vote as well. Uh, but right now it's looking so it's, it's looking so pretty the good. the jury is three people. Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. So we passed the test, uh, Kathy? Yeah, you, Mark, you have a fan club. Why? Yeah. Why? <laughs> Should we tell him that or not? Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll let you know at a future date. We're not going to say it live why you have a fan club. Well, I, I thank you for being on here. It's enjoyable. It is, it is fun. It's fun to have you, and you guys are awesome. And yeah. thank you for building all those good relationships we can find more about what you do, right, online, because I'll connect to the LinkedIn. Sure. I know I'm always all about good swag, uh, so we'll talk about that. And, Dad, of course, keep making those bolts, keep the railroads running, the subways running, all of that. Mom, thank you for being a good audience member. If you want to clap now, it would be a good time to clap that we've done a great show. <laughs> and uh, th thanks, everybody. Have a, have a good holiday. Thank you, Kathy. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the All-Star Networking Podcast with Kathy Paper. To learn more about strategic networking and making impactful connections, visit rockpaperstar.com. Please join us in supporting the Midtown Global Market as a vital community resource that supports small business, cultural diversity, and free or low-cost programming. Reach us at friendsofglobalmarket.org.